Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Welcome back to the Shared Teaching Podcast. You are listening to episode number 32. My name is Susan, and today we are talking about how to differentiate spelling in minutes in your first or second grade classroom. So before we dive into how to do it, let's talk about why we should do it. So we hear differentiate a lot in education. It's a very popular buzzword. And for me, sometimes I hear it so much, I kind of want to roll my eyes. But it really is a good reason why we hear it so often. And that is that not all of our students learn the exact same way. So when I was in school, I was always really good at English-related things. So writing, reading, they were my jam. And I really struggled a little bit in math, especially as I got towards high school. So I needed extra help studying for math just to pass it. And So when we think about our lessons, there's not a one-size-fits-all. It's not a single approach to teaching a lesson that's going to have all your students understanding that concept right away. So we have to find a way to differentiate and continually reteach to get all of those students. So when we think about differentiating our spelling and other contents, we're really giving our students the best chance they have at success. So especially because of COVID, (laughs) this is going to become so important to help bridge the gap of knowledge within our classrooms. So if you're a second grade teacher like me, if you think about it, our students really only had maybe half of a year in kindergarten because they started in August, March is when everything fell apart, and that was when they were in kindergarten. So they missed out on part of their kindergarten, right? Those really important lessons, phonics, making friends, how to sit, how to listen, how to be a good student, right? Those kindergarten teachers, shout out to you. You guys are so important. But then we go to first grade and much of first grade, at least at my school district, they also missed out on being in person in the classroom. My daughter, who's now in second grade, same grade I'm teaching, wish me luck this year, she only had maybe, I want to say three, four weeks of being hybrid at her school. So very few time in person in the classroom. So was a crazy year last year and a crazy year the year before. And so now we're looking again at possibly going back to virtual. But anyway, 
moving forward, we really want to make sure that we have to differentiate because that's the only way we're going to bridge these gaps of knowledge that our students have. So within my classroom this year, I have amazing readers that are on target for second grade, even middle of the second grade. And then I have some students, there's at least two off the top of my head that I'm thinking of that don't even know how to write their name correctly let alone know any of the letter sound correspondences. So it's very hard for them to even write CVC words or read them. So we're talking about a pretty decent gap there among second graders. So we're going to get there by differentiating. So I choose to differentiate spelling because I feel it's one of the most easiest subjects to differentiate. So if you're going to start anywhere, I would recommend starting here. So we know traditional spelling, hopefully, is no longer very worthwhile, right? Because you give the spelling list on Monday, students go home, they memorize it, their parents make them spell it, they give them pseudo spelling tests, and then come Fridays, the big test, you give them the words, they ace it, they get 100%, you're so proud, and then the following Tuesday runs, rolls around and you're like, why did you spell that word wrong? It was just on your test Friday. Well, they only learned it for the test. They had no connection to it. It wasn't important to them. They were just memorizing it for a good grade. So we want to do better, right? When we know better, we do better. So now we want to think about differentiating our spelling, making it worthwhile for students. And it can seem very time-consuming, but that's if you don't have the right system in place. Once you find a system that's going to work for you, it really is not going to seem time-consuming. And in fact, you'll be marveling at the growth your class is having while you are motivating to continue doing differentiating in your spelling. Okay, so first step is you want to assess. So the way I like to assess is I give the primary spelling inventory from Words Their Way. There's also, I believe, an elementary spelling inventory. I use the primary, and then if the kids do really well and they ace the primary inventory, I give them the next one. But I start with the primary, and it only takes... I want to say a few minutes, but it takes a little bit longer because I believe there's 26 words. So giving them the words takes a little bit of time. So let's say maybe half an hour to do this spelling inventory. Next, you're going to analyze the results. And the great thing about the words their way inventory is it already comes out with like a little spreadsheet where you put the little check marks and then you can easily see at a glance where you students fall on the continuum and you'll know exactly where you need to start them because it's all laid out in the directions and you can find this inventory free online. You can also go to my podcast episode at sharedteaching.com forward slash podcast or because this is a literacy topic, you can also find it on my regular blog post, shareteaching.com forward slash literacy, and you can look at the differentiate spelling blog post. And I'm going to have a link there 
to the spelling inventory so you can find it. Okay, so you analyze the results, you look at where your students fall, and you'll have your groups. Now, I'm going to use, sorry if I'm saying this wrong, but Lanisha Tab. She is phenomenal with social studies. She's also come out with a differentiated word study program that is based off of Words Their Way, and it's very simplified because she teaches kindergarten. I'm going to use it with my second graders, and if I need to, I will come up with some more lists as they get further along the continuum of the spelling, but for now... I think it's going to work for me using her program. So I highly recommend you check that out as well. So we assess them during the Words Away assessment. And then I also do a sight word assessment. So this is step one still. We're assessing. So on the sight word assessment, I am giving them the Dolch word list, the 220 Dolch words but I broke it down into smaller groups and I call them my pretests. So I give them the first 20. If they do really well in the first 20 and they miss less than five words, then I give them the second group of 20. And I'm in my second week of school for the school year this year. So I actually gave the second group now, the second pretest list, to about half my class. So we're talking about second graders. So I gave them the first test. I scored it. I looked at how many words they got wrong if they missed less than five, because my first spelling list for them has five words. And if there's not five, then I needed more than five, right? So I gave them the second test. And so I want to say about half my class needed the second test. And I have yet to score that, but there are a couple of students that are going to need the third test. And you just kind of keep testing them until you get to a point where they are missing at least five of the words or you made it through the whole list. If you make it through the whole list, phenomenal student you have there, (laughs) you're going to want to look at the fries list and get the words that are missing from the Dolch list that are on the fries list and give them those words. You could also look at giving them content words, or you can simply just not give them any high-frequency words. It's really up to you. So I assess them using this group of 20, the first 20 words, and I just use the high-frequency order. And I've been doing this so many years now that I actually have these assessments on video. So students can simply log into their Chromebooks They can pull up the video that I've assigned them, and they can take their pre-test then and there, headphones, computers. I I don't have any part in it, which is beautiful because this means the students that need one, two, three, four tests maybe can do it when we have time. I can just simply say, okay, Johnny, go to the back of the room, take the third pre-test, It's set up for you on the computer, and they just go there and they take it without me having to manage and give a spelling test. I wanted to say um, instruction, but it's not really my instruction. Ooh, something just fell in the background. That scared me. (laughs) I don't know what's falling down off of countertops. Okay, but anyway, 
you want to make sure that you're doing it maybe during their independent work time, that's when you would pull them to do these assessments if you're not going to do it whole class. Okay, so now that I have that, it's a very similar grouping than um, with the words their way. So I just have a spreadsheet where I simply mark where they fall on the list, and then I know which list to give them. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more in next week's episode and also next week's uh, pod blog post because I'm doing a podcast slash blog post episode. They're combined. Okay. So we want to combine the sight words and the spelling inventory to get killer results. So this is where the magic starts to happen. So I take my individualized sight word list and I take the words their way um, spelling patterns and I'm mixing the two of them together. So my students are practicing 10 words each week. There's five from the sight words and there's five from the spelling inventory that's using the phonics pattern that they're going to be ready for. Okay, And then we're going to make sure we have phonics instruction somewhere in our day. We're not just going to get rid of that point, right? We, we still need that. So for phonics instruction, I'm going to be using the words the way that I've been talking about. I'm going to use the sequence of patterns that I'm getting from Lanisha Tam, and I'm going to use her flow of word study. So they're not having a ton of word sorts like the traditional word study um, words their way would have, but they do get some meaningful practice and they have their list for two weeks. So you're testing them every 10 days, which I like because with my sight words, the students just kind of tell me, okay, I'm ready to test. And they're testing constantly, and because I have them pre-recorded on videos, they can just go to the back of the room, like I did with the pre-test, and they can take them whenever they're ready. So, hey, I got five minutes, go take that spelling test in the back. And then that list will just keep changing. So if they spe- test for the five spelling test words, but they still have their words away, words, then they might have two tests that week. It really kind of depends on when they're asking to take these tests. Okay, so to fit this into your schedule, you want to kind of take a look at what you have. So I try to fit this into center work, and I want to make sure that I'm setting aside maybe 10 minutes for a quick whole class review. So students for individual practice, they're having rotation where they work on their specific list of words. So they just have either flashcards. I also have like little lists that they can look at and write, spell, read, practice those words. And as they're practicing them, they're writing them, they're playing games, they have a partner. And they're also having sight word buddy practice at the end of every day. So I clean up the classroom and then I reserve five minutes for a quick sight word buddy flashcard um, practice, which you can look at at the last blog post episode or podcast, which is how to learn sight words in a fun way that is linked in this episode. So make sure you go to shareteaching.com 
to see that if you want to look that up. Okay, so I'm reviewing whole class. I do is at a very quick warm-up before I get to my reading lesson. So I have what I call my phonics warm-up, and I try to make it no more than five to 10 minutes. If I'm introducing a new word pattern, I might take the whole 10 minutes. Otherwise, I'm just doing a very quick review for five minutes. I also incorporate a couple other things in my phonics instruction, including a very old um, program that I've used for many years now called, oh, of course I have a blank right now. (laughs) Um, Just use it today with them. I'll come back to that. Okay, let me come back to that because I am drawing a complete blank on what it's called, which always happens when I'm recording. Okay, so, oh, spelling through phon- spelling through phonics. There you go. So it's a little yellow spiral bound book called Spelling Through Phonics. They do still sell it on Amazon, and I find it it's really helpful with students. They listen to where the word begins and ends. They listen for certain sounds and they write them down. And it's just a quick whiteboard practice, and it's very quick. So I like to use that. I like to go over all the phonograms. I like to talk about the word pattern that we focus on, focusing on this for the week, which is typically one of those phonogram patterns. And then I move into my reading work. Okay. Sometimes, but not always, they might do a worksheet. But I tend not to do too many of those just because we're always so limited on time. But finishing the worksheet after like the 10-minute warm-up would be a great thing that they can do before moving into centers. So you can make it at one of those kind of like must-do things before they can go and have a free choice at the centers. Okay. So individualized word work instruction happens during one of the center rotations. So Lanisha Tab, remember I'm going to use her word study. She recommends putting the class into three spelling groups. And if you only have three spelling groups, then that means the day that you're receiving, um, they're receiving their new lists, means you can hit all the groups that day because it's very quick if you only have three groups. Okay, so I'm testing the students on their sight words when they feel ready. I'm also going to be discussing how I do my spelling assessment, almost automated, next week. So you might want to check in back for that episode. And the word work pattern, like I said earlier, is based off of a two-week rotation. So they'll have 10 words in one week, five of one and five of the word study. And depending on when they want to have their assessment, they might just do the assessment at the same time. So every two weeks, they're testing all those 10 words. But if they want to move faster through those high-frequency words, then they might be testing every week. Sometimes last year, I had students testing multiple times within a week. But those were the students that, like, they were towards the end of the list for the Dolch words. And they could really pick up those new words quickly. So it wasn't as important to them to spend a whole week on those words because they were learning them so rapidly. Now, if I was teaching third grade, I would say no more than 15 words for your test. So kind of play with that and see. I definitely do not recommend 20 words for first or second graders. I like to keep it much smaller and more manageable. So I hope you try differentiated spelling. And if you do, I would love to hear from you. So feel free to leave a comment on my blog post and 
tell me how it goes for you. Or if you have any ideas that you want to share about how you found spelling differentiating differentiation that works in your classroom, please let us know because I'm always on the hunt for new ideas and I love hearing and collaborating with other teachers. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast. Podcast.